Good morning. Declare victory. Happy Thursday. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Same to you. You got a little echo in your line today. Still right now? Yes. Okay. How about now, Brother Michael? I think that's better. Okay, so that was my earbud. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Fat. Morning, Fat. Happy, thankful Thursday. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. <clears throat> Has anyone joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, family. Welcome to Thankful Thursday at Declare Victory. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? Oh, I can hear you now. Hey, good morning. I'm not on the work phone. I'm on my phone. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Okay, going on mute. <laughs> yeah, these technologies, they be, they be trying to act up. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning on this Thursday? We are so good thankful. Morning. Good morning, Songbird. Good morning. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you as well. Good morning, family. Is there anyone that would like to say good morning? Yes, no greater love than a man that would lay down his life for a friend. Is anyone there that would like to say good morning and give God all the glory that is due unto him? Good morning. Good morning. I don't know if you can hear me. I can hear you now. Good morning. Good morning. I'm just saying good morning. I I came on the other morning and I enjoyed the prayer. I was invited by Missionary Geraldine Miller. Um, so I'm here today. Okay, and what's your name? Veronica. Oh, good morning, Miss Veronica. Good morning. Hello? Hey. Okay, now I can hear you better. I had to learn how to t- um, turn up my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, ma'am. Oh, go ahead. You were going to say something? 
Yeah, when I was on the other morning, I heard a one of the persons introduce themselves, and um, they sound like they had a peach in th- uh, impairment. And I remember when they were talking, the most I said to me uh, about them, and he said, "You hear." Her voice that I'm going to clarify her voice even more. Maybe she's been a stroke victim or something in that area. He said, but I'm going to heal her. And he said, remember after your stroke, how you were in this condition and I healed her. So healed you. So will I heal her? And I wanted to tell that. And I told it to missionary. She said, you should have shared that testimony. And I wish I would have, but that was my first time. But I just wanted to share it. I don't know the lady's name, but she. Her name is Yvonne. Yvonne. And we thank God. Yes, we thank God for standing in and confirming. He has done a miraculous work um, with her. Um, and he's continuing to do the work. So thank you for um, sharing that. She should be on this morning. Um, if she's not, um, she's on every day. And we'll definitely make sure that um, Yvonne and her caretaker, Mona, will be able to um, give say that to her so she'll hear it again. Great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Good morning, family. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning before we get started? Good morning, Shell. Morning, Joy Joy. Good morning. This is Rochelle, your hostess this morning. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning before we get started? Christina, text me and let me know if there's an echo in my background, switching over. You're clear on my end. Okay. Thank you, Ms. Veronica. Does anyone else would like to say good morning before we go ahead and get started? Just writing writing down Yvonne's encouragement from Ms. Veronica. All right. If not, we'll go ahead and get started. If I can remind you to please, please mute your line so that we can proceed with the call. Good morning. Happy Thursday. This is the day that we are thankful. We are thankful every day, um, but we are especially thankful um, because of God's mercy and his unmerited favor, which is his grace. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. I'm Rochelle, your hostess. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure to join us during the month of December, where our monthly theme is entitled Friendship. Each declarer will focus on the importance and value of friendship, encouragement, compassion, kindness, forgiveness, and love for one another. 
Make sure you invite a friend so that you can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Um, women, Ladies, join us tonight for the Walk It Out Women's Call. Um, we are going through the book entitled um, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. Um, the call takes place at from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 to 9 Eastern Stand, Central Standard, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard, right here by dialing the same number tonight. Uh, tonight we will be in prayer as Lisa is out of town, um, but we will meet for prayer this evening. They, there are, uh, no, don't want to say no. There's no prayer request submitted by the app, but we encourage you to please submit all prayer requests to the app. And that's by going to declarevictory.org. There was one um, prayer, um, one encouragement from Miss Veronica, who was invited by um, Mother Geraldine, and she's encouraging um, Yvonne that the Lord spoke and said there will be more clarity in her voice. Um, for most of us that uh, know Yvonne, that our family is Yvonne, know how God has brought her um, speech in her um, just everything to as clear up until this point, and he will continue to do a complete work in her. So we thank God for that word that came forth um, for Yvonne. We will continue to trust God, not just for her healing um, and wholeness, but for us all and all the prayer requests that go forth um, on a daily basis. Um, so we thank God and we trust him um, that he is our healer. The order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought to you by myself, Rochelle, and the declaration will be brought to you by Dion. Um, then we'll we, go, we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought to you by Rochelle. The declaration will be brought to you by Dion. The scripture for today comes from Proverbs 27, verses 5 and 6. Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multi multiplies multiple kisses. Let me read it again. Bitter is, op is open rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy enemy's multiple kisses. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I remind you now, if you could please place your phone on mute as we go to the throne of grace. Take a moment to breathe as we enter the courts of heaven. So kind Father in heaven, Lord, we bless your name. We come acknowledging that you are Lord, that you are King, and besides you, there is no other. We thank you for another opportunity to meet in this place, oh God, where we come together and for, forsake not the assembling of ourselves, to come together to acknowledge you, oh God. Lord, to thank you, oh God, for being our God, for being Jehovah, for being El Elyon, for being Jehovah Nisi, for being Jehovah Jireh, for being Jehovah Tiskanu, for being Jehovah Mikadesh, for being Jehovah Gabor. 
Lord, we thank you. We know that your name comes from the experience, oh God, of who you are and what you've done. Lord, we bless your name. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that we know you in the power of your might, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for blessing us to see another day, oh God, and to start this day with new mercies, oh God, not the ones falling over from yesterday, but brand new today. And we thank you for your grace. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for each and every prayer request that comes in, oh God, whether it be written or spoken, oh God. We know that you are just God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or even think to ask according to the faith that worketh in us. Lord, our faith is big because we know that you'll do it. We've seen you do it. Lord, your track record, we can we can look back and see you work, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that you are faithful and just, that you are never failing, that your love is unconditional, oh God. Lord, we thank you that you your love is not based on uh, what we do or how we do it, but you, Calvary was based on your love. So we thank you. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for this place where we can meet and break bread together, oh God, and come and share the word, not only share it, but understand it, to learn it and to apply it. So Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the visionary and the visionaries of this call, oh God. Lord, we thank you for Dion's yes and Tanya's yes to come together in friendship, in unity as one, oh God. We know because you are the head that a three-fold accord is not easily broken. So we thank you, oh God, that they came together like boards uh, put together, oh God. Lord, so we bless your name. We thank you, oh God, that you cover us as we go out, oh God, to our workplaces, to uh, go out and uh, in the elements and check on people and go where we have to go, that you cover us with traveling mercies and grace. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that even though the people that are out, that are not, that don't have four walls around us, Lord, found four walls around them, that you are covering them and you are keeping them and that you are supplying what they need. Lord, I pray that you will continue to send laborers across their path to help them to understand that you are Lord and anything that they need, that they can call on you, that salvation is unto you, oh God. And if they just acknowledge who you are and call on you, oh God, Lord, you are there, that you are near and present help at all trouble, at all times. The word says trouble, but there's trouble all the time, oh God. But we know that we, the peace that we can find, we can find it in you that you are a near and present help, your word, and you tell us that you've never seen the righteous forsaken, oh God. So that's those who have said yes, oh God, that continue to acknowledge you and know who you are, that you've never seen them forsaken, nor their seed begging bread, oh God. So Lord, we ask, oh God, for those who may have uh, turned their backs on you because of a situation or because of a law, uh, losing a loved one or whatnot, oh God, that think that you have turned your back on them, oh God, I pray that they see you high and lifted up, oh God, that you allow some things to happen, but you're still God, and that your peace, oh God, that you give, that you continue to give, surpasses all understanding. 
So, Lord, thank you, O God, because your love covers a multitude, hallelujah, of sin. Lord, it brings us back, O God. So as we study this month of friendship, O God, your word tells us to leave our gifts at the altar if we have an alt with someone. So, Lord, we leave the things that are most, that we think are most important. We leave it with you, O God, and we go and we make amends with, with the person that we may have had an alt with or an argument or, you know, just didn't come into agreement with. Lord, we know that this is Christmas season. It's a time of giving and receiving. So, Lord, I pray that we uh, get rid of the spirit of offense, that someone owes us something, but we will go with our heart postures and up in love, oh God, and go and be the bigger person because we'll never be bigger than the Holy Spirit. We'll never be bigger than your love that covers a multitude, oh God, that we will go and make it right. Lord, we know if we go, oh God, that you will make it right for us. Forgiveness, oh God, it's forgiving. It's for our freeness, oh God. It takes us out of bondage. So, Lord, we thank you again. Lord, as we begin to come with our personal petitions and petitions for others, oh God, Lord, we thank you for inclining the ear to hear us, oh God. So as we take our phones off mute and we go to the throne of grace and we thank him, Lord, that we put aside everything that we think is important to us, Lord, and we put on the things that you call us to do, oh God, to Make things right. Thank Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the ability to be able to pray, oh God, to be able to come to you, oh God. Lord, that you sit, hallelujah, that you are a God that never slumbers, and you never sleep, oh God, that you hear on every part of petition, oh God, on supplications, oh God. And Lord, we thank you in advance, oh God. Lord, we bless your name, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, for your we don't have to pray Thank you for allowing me 
Lord, we thank you for the ability, oh God, to come together. Hallelujah. And share the goodness of the Lord. So, Lord, thank you for this opportunity, oh God, to do what you do best, is be Lord in our lives as our will becomes your will, oh God. Thank you for the declares that will come forth, oh God. I pray that every mind is ready and open and every heart is willing to receive and every will is willing to obey your word. So, Lord, we bless your name again and we thank you, hallelujah, for being our Lord. For being Emmanuel, being with us, that all we have to do is call on the name that is above all names. Everything has to come subject to the name of the Lord. So, Lord, we thank you and we seal this prayer in Jesus' name as I pass the call to the declarers, Dion and Tan. Have a blessed day, everyone. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Thursday. I'm back. (laughs) I am grateful for yet another opportunity to not just share, but um, to do something I I don't do very frequently, and that's share, especially back-to-back. But today, I'm going to um, share with you all my sister, my friend, um, at, at times mentor, at times um, my business partner, and we're going to do something a little bit different today. Thank you, Shell, for hosting, greeting, and praying. Thank you for each of you that lended your sound, your voice to uh, corporate prayer and praise this morning. I appreciate you. and. Um, I'm I'm excited about today, as I shared yesterday, that I would probably continue um, to share from the book of Ruth. So listen, if you got some girlfriends, some homegirls, if you struggle with friendship, straight up, you have a problem with um, connecting with same-sex relationships, platonic, 110% <laughs> platonic um, but if, if you know of people that you know that are really struggling to connect with people and uh, struggling with growth and development, um, now would be a really good time to jump online and share. Uh, maybe just tag them, let them know 
We are about to get it in. It's going to be a little bit different this morning. Um, and I'm excited. Sis, are you there? Uh, Shell, unmute Tanya for me. Good morning. Can you hear me? Uh, yes, you sound a little muffled, but I can hear you, child. Oh, I'm a t- still. I sound muffled. Even no, now? no, no. Just you just shifted your phone, so now you sound okay. better. Thank you. You're back up. <laughs> Hi, Sissy. What you doing? Girl, I was over here. Um, no, no, we not doing. They can't have all. That's, that's what. Okay, okay. okay. Sorry, not not too many people, and we we might tag uh, one or two of them other ones in. It just depends on how far we go into this communication. So y'all okay. heard us. Look, you heard me, both of y'all, uh, and then and then we got a, a um a newer Grace. We might tag her in too if she's on this call. I'm not sure, but we'll allow it to evolve the way it does. And if we get real giddy, cause we do sometimes. Um, Y'all, just bear with us and know that we are regular. Um, I'm around the way. Tanya is around the church, girl. So I don't, Uh, you know. We are not going to start this morning, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try to keep it together. But I believe that it will bless somebody if you let it, right? Uh Uh-oh, you did something. You shifted. You shifted. Um, this morning, it, it blessed me that the scripture. Beyond, um, you shifted. The you... 27th chapter, the 6th verse. I want to read it in the Amplified um, because I think it encompasses uh, kind of even the Ruth Naomi relationship and the connection that you and I have. The, the word in the Amplified says, Faithful are the wounds of a friend who corrects out of love and concern. But the kisses of an enemy are deceitful because they serve his or her hidden agenda, right? Um, and and we'll go into the book of Ruth itself, part about the second chapter. But before I do that, um, we're gonna just let you in on a window of our friendship and our relationship. You've all, all heard Kenya sound yesterday. She's been married the majority of her life. And on the other hand, I have been divorced since 2005. <laughs> it is 2024. I've been divorced for 19, almost 20 years. And so the dynamic, the dichotomy of our, even the context of our lives, constructs of our lives, have been extremely different, um, both bearing and yielding different levels of fruit, different moments of correction in certain instances in certain areas. Um and now now I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys in tell me I'm gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. I'll tell everything because it's important but it is important um that you all actually hey my head says connected. I'm sorry, you all, my phone transferred to my headset for some reason, but it's fine. Um, So both of us are now in situations of courting, right? So it changes um, the, the, the level or dynamic, even of our friendship, because we've spent so much time um, 
just she and I and, you know, prior to Carl passing for at least the last five years, um, she and I have been one another's um, bantering place, uh, one another's balance and, you know, keeping one another faithful to our mandate to live a, a, a repented life, to live um, a life of holiness, to live a life of being separate, to live a life of um, honoring God, not just with what we say, um, but literally with how we live. And I am extremely grateful. I tease Tanya all the time. We call her extremely green. Uh, can can I get an amen, church? But her her green has been such a blessing to my brown grass, right? To my overexposed to, you know, certain things. And not that I did a lot, but I saw a lot. I heard a lot. Um, and um, her being from a dual-parented home and me being from a single-parented home and oftentimes a pillar post-child, there's so many different dynamics where we are complete and utter um, opposite, right? So I, I'll stop right there. Sis, you want to jump in before we go into it? Because we're going to talk a little bit about um, even our, our dating differences and some of the things you understand that uh, some of the things I understand and, and the reverse. So I'll let you jump in right quick. Well, my mouth is dry as cotton now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um. Yeah, I am thankful to be able to share this morning. And what Dion said is absolutely true. Um, our relationship is very unique. It was definitely one that was created and inspired by God. And it has, we have both benefited from it enormously. I mean, it's just a magnanimous return on friendship out of the blue. Every now and then, I will send her a text or she will send me a text. and it will say something like, I love you. Thank you for being my friend and my sister, or I appreciate you. And those are things that are, I believe, necessary in nurturing relationships, just showing appreciation to the person, um, advocating for whoever that person, advocating for that relationship, not allowing people to say negative things to you about that particular person and setting them straight without beating them up or cussing them out or whatever just setting them straight with, you know, you've crossed the line or whatever. But the, 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 um, the privilege of having a shoulder to lean on and arms to pick me up and the same thing for her, I think are, um, are just so divinely awesome that, you know, I can't think of a word. I'm trying, I'm not trying to be deep, but I, I really have been trying to think of a word um, to describe how grateful I am for the relationships that I have. And I'm at a loss often because awesome doesn't seem good enough. Um, thankful doesn't seem not good enough, but appropriate. Thankful doesn't, you know, seem appropriate. I, I just, I just have not come up with the word yet. And I may never, uh, because sometimes, um, and I'll say this in closing, um, love is an expression. It's not, a bunch of words and I'll stop there. And and I, I concur and I'll I'll kinda of winnow from that that same glance or that same view or that same um space. It, ironically for the the number of years that we have been friends, um 
we'd never have an argument. Um, we may have had things that were um, we didn't necessarily agree, um, but we've never had a cross word. We've never, like I've never, you know how you, you run into people and I mean, they have friends, but they really kind of got frenemies. The majority of the time, you pay attention to a lot of the relationships that you see, um, you know, at a glance. Every now and then you'll you'll run into some, but based on the, the level of number of insecurities that one person or the other may have, um, they don't necessarily have the capacity to fully give in to um, what covenant friendships look like, like the Jonathan and David relationships or the Jesus and John type relationships where you can be great and grand and I'm going to clap and celebrate your great and grand uh, with you or you can be broken and down and I'm not going to remind you that you're broken and down. There have been seasons in my life, um, especially through the process of Josiah being sick, and I promise I'll get the text but um, where all I had was my sisters, you know, all I had was my sister friends. And there were seasons where I had to walk things out alone and they had the discernment to know that I wouldn't assume or believe that they had orphaned me, <laughs> right? That they had turned around and walked away. It, there were just things that I had to go through um, in my own quarantine and times that even Tanya has had to go through in her quarantine and Bree and um, Dee Dee and Simi, all of us have had our our moments of God isolating or, you know, well, you want to go? No, I probably should go by myself and we'll agree, right? Um, saying all of that to say, uh, uh, yesterday, Tan sent me a text. It probably took me about six hours to respond. Um, a lot of times, because we are all so vulnerable one with the other, um, we'll be having conversations. And because my heart loves her, um, especially different, because we've been through so much together. Our lives literally mirror one another. We could not have chosen to have this nature of a relationship it is without a shadow of a doubt God ordained. It's no different than um, Jonathan making an active decision when um, Saul was pursuing David to, to listen, my daddy is on your head. He's on your heels. Tanya's family knows all of them, mama, daddy, siblings, children, grandkids. I will fight all of y'all um, about, I'm very protective of her. And I am because some stuff just go right over the top of my little sister head, sweet little baby. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 stop. Wait, put a pin in that. Let me tell so, so we have this group thread, right? And so one of the fast graces sent a little, sent a text message. This is fast. you know it's what I'm talking about. She's she fast. <laughs> about a belt. I said, oh, I'm not my telling God. You. For a minute, I was, I was like, like oh, you know what? Oh, oh. <laughs> that's and how it for real, that's because, what, you know. Th yeah. Mm -hmm. she, for, she for real be screaming, oh, like at the top of her lungs. <laughs> and, and then she be blinking extra hard because she's so green. 
we have to literally dang near draw a diagram for Kenya to get. Oh, it ain't that bad. Whatever. I don't care what you say. I remember one time somebody sent a picture of their mattress in the middle of their living room. Now, I need y'all to listen listen in close right here. Right? I'll never tell who. But they sent a picture of their mattress in the middle of their living room. And the reason they put their mattress in the living room was as if to hold themselves accountable for not sleeping around or not fornicating or anything like that, right? It you know a, what? You're not going to laugh at that. <laughs> Wait. Kenya was like, oh, those are some really pretty sheets. <laughs> I don't recall that. I don't recall I don't, that. It's okay. I'll send you a text a little bit later. But, baby, when I tell you I passed out laughing because all she saw was the comforter set. It didn't even dawn on her that the mattress was in the middle of the living room floor. And they were sharing that part of their life with us as to hold them accountable for not being. Oh. Um, <laughs> I see y'all see what I'm talking about. <laughs> One time somebody said they were going to take Kenya to go see girls trip. I said, and I will beat you up if you take my sister to go see that foolishness. Right. There are certain things that I protect her from because her innocence is a gift to all of us. Does that make sense? Right. Her her innocence is um, key to some of the reasons that um, many of the, the conversions in my life. Um, I've been. Oh, something happened to my headset. Can y'all hear me? I hear you. Oh. Oh, good. Well, let me turn it off. Hold on one second. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, is that is that better? Just send I, me a I text. Hear you. you probably hear me, but I've got five text messages, so some, oh, okay. okay. So she'll okay. she'll said I'm good. Okay. Oh 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 oh. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I didn't realize it had jumped to my headset. That's what happened. But under whatever circumstance, y'all, um, it has been um probably one of the most um and and even in this season right here um and I'll let you share that part in this particular season because things were 5 years later because things are different um even how we interact and how we connect is is very different because our circumstances are very different um this time Five years ago, today is the 21st of December, sis. So I'll I'll hand it to you um, before we go any further. So some of you may or may not know that my husband passed on December the 22nd. um, Just out of, it was a complete shock to everybody. It was, um, and so Dion obviously was was there. And you, you, some of y'all, y'all have heard the story. I'm not going to tell it. If you really want to read the details, you can get the book Trading Grief for Grace. It's on Amazon. Um, you can also get it from my website, TanyaNotTanya.com. But at any rate, um, uh, so day before yesterday, 
Uh, so I so here here's December for me. Uh, we were married December the 13th, which is also my mom's birthday. Uh, Carl passed December the 22nd, and uh, we had his celebration of life December the 29th. And so in the past, um, just to navigate the grief, I would not make plans to mourn, but I would make plans that did not require me to participate if I did not because I didn't know what my emotional state of health would be. So I wouldn't teach around that time. I wouldn't, you know, because I didn't want to bleed on people. And I would not commit myself to cooking dinner or, you know, because at the end of the day, if I don't want to show up, I'm not showing up and I don't want to feel guilty to, um, in showing up because you could, somebody was dependent on me to do something. So my family knew, don't ask me to do anything. If I show up to something, I show up. Anyway, so I think it was Tuesday. I texted, so the 13th happened. It was my mom's birthday. I felt absolutely nothing um, as far as sadness and grieving, right? And so I think it was Tuesday. I texted Dion and I said, hey, uh, what day did Carl die again? And I was serious because I was thinking it was the 21st. Was it the 21st or was it the 22nd? I literally had to pick something up. Now, some of you have dropped your mouth open. Some of you may have rolled your eyes. But I'm, what I'm sharing with you is healing in a different way. Because last year, around this time, I made those plans. I'm going to just be by myself. So I don't, nobody, there's no trigger. There's no, I'm not getting on Facebook. I don't want to see, oh, we thinking about you or, you know, happy, happy heavenly anniversary. I don't do any of those things because he's not here anymore. And I've had to move on with my life. So I clearly, distinctly, I was in a, I was having a moment. And the Holy Spirit said to me, this is the last year that you will grieve like this. And I was like, what? Yeah, this is the last year that you're going to do this. And I was like, oh, um, okay. And so my, I'm, I'm, I'll say this and then I'll give it back to Dion. I have been on a quest. I am on a quest to change the way that date feels. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do tomorrow, but it's going to be something to celebrate me or celebrate life or celebrate the day, but it is not going to be spent mourning his loss. Does that mean that I didn't love him? No. It means that I'm alive and I am moving on. I will not be bound to sadness and planning to be sad on a specific day. I know Carl wouldn't want me to do that. I know he wouldn't. And I know the Holy Spirit absolutely does not want to. And so it was necessary for him to prepare me for moving on and allowing myself to be found. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. Go ahead, Dee. Yeah, super good. There, there was a season where all of the graces, we would stay very close to her to ensure that on those days we what trading grief for grace actually looks like is on the days where you plan to grieve we plan to make new memories um and we were all very attentive are you gonna go sit with her you gonna pick her up and then we gonna meet xyz and we were very intentional very deliberate um about doing so because that's what friendship looks like True friendship is you hurt, I hurt. And even if it meant we didn't say 
a whole bunch. Um, we simply sat in one another's presence or sat in one another's company to ensure that this um, <clears throat> this process for her um, was more cathartic than it was full of depression or anxiety or even flat out grief. Um, I'll tell y'all right now, honey, don't get to telling me happy heavenly birthday. Share an awesome, funny memory that, that perhaps we may have had, right? So again, just painting a picture of that season five years ago and now, um, and, and really for us from about 2013, 2014 for sure, um, Again, going on the 10th year of major, not just grief, but major life transitions and life process and life pain and anxiety and growing pains and unlearning. Um, for Tanya, it was probably more unlearning religious rhetoric, right? And I, I'm, I can say that because she's my friend. Um, traditionalism. Um, certain things, there are certain things I'd be like, mm, sis, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily how I I believe that. And she'd be like, no, <laughs> you don't? Uh-uh. <laughs> I think that's dumb. Really? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, that's kind of stupid. We probably should, let's find that in the Word. And we would literally together go to uh, the Word and find certain things that we have believed forever um, based on something that we were taught that was a lie when we heard it, right? That was a lie when they heard it. All very well-meaning and um, not necessarily um, something done out of malice, but, right, the Bible says that men perish for lack of knowledge. And so right before we go into the next phase of, of what I want to talk about today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you to the Word of God, which is just Simply, um, let's go to Ruth, the third chapter, um, and just the first couple of verses. It says, one day Naomi said to Ruth, my daughter, it's time that I found a permanent home for you, right? <laughs> so that you will be provided for. Boaz is a close relative of ours, and he's been very kind by letting you gather grain with his young women. Tonight, he'll be winnowing barley at the threshing floor. And so here, uh, Naomi is technically putting Ruth up on game. She is, um, as, as I would call it, technically kind of lacing her boots. And now, do as I tell you. Take a bath, honey, put on your choice perfume and dress in your nicest clothes and then go to the threshing floor. But don't let Boaz see you until he perkins. Until he finished drinking <laughs> and until he's finished eating. Be sure to notice where he lies down, then go and uncover his feet and lie down there. He will tell you and, and then he will tell you what to do. I'm gonna stop right there. Um so now keep in mind, Tan has been married almost her entire adult life. Me, on the other hand, I've been single. Um, although I've been married more than one time before I was age 30, right? I'm almost 20 years divorced. And more than that, because once my children turned a certain age, I made an active decision, which was not necessarily the best 
decision not to date before them. Now, for those of you guys that have been on the call, seven years ago, right up in here, right now, yesterday was a day I closed on a house with my ex-fiance of seven years. Seven years ago, I was engaged to be married for all of the wrong reasons. Um, definitely not to um, a life partner, but because of the the level of brokenness, mind you, I, I met my ex-fiance before Josiah got sick, not really realizing that I was too still sick, getting up, declaring victory every day, honey, going to people's houses, praying for them, going to the hospitals, visiting, feeding the homeless, doing all of this stuff, heart just broken heart just raggedy and <clears throat> into to pieces. So so note that our relationship of growing and healing and all of these different things, there were lots of things that I witnessed. And again, you can grab Tanya's book to know her personal story. But I I am super grateful that I made a decision then not to get married. It was the best decision I've ever made to turn around and walk away from a house that we closed on on December 19th. <laughs> Dang, sis, that was seven whole years Man. ago. I can't believe it. I, <laughs> I know, right? It. Right? And and then, right, to, to remain single, you know, for the most part, I would go out and, you know, hang out here and there, but to make an active decision not to participate until I knew that I was well, until mm. I knew that I was healed until I knew that I could handle, um, number one, being vulnerable, being uh, open and available, being broken enough before God to allow him to heal the places in my heart and in my life because I did not grow up surrounded by healthy relationships. Right? Tanya and Carl, I, it would be me, Tanya and Carl. I would always be the third wheel, always. Right? But all of my, everybody that I'm connected to, for the most part, Sabrina and I were the last of the Mohicans that was single, right? And so it was really important to me. And I spent, in, in Atlanta, I spent five years with all couples. It's a beautiful thing when God will be kind and gracious enough to give you people around you so that you can glean. And so while Ruth was picking up barley and grazing and winnowing in the fields of barley, I was winnowing in the fields of what it looked like because I am the curse breaker in my family. Does that make sense? I'm I'm the one that is is um responsible for breaking certain things off of my bloodline and I had to learn kingdom mentality, kingdom mindset when it comes to relationships. And because I knew I wasn't ready, I didn't bother. I'm not doing that. And and the cold part is how about this? I didn't even realize I was single for several years because I was so entrenched in taking care of everything and everybody. I'll let you jump in, sis. Um, I want to go back just a little bit to um, something that you said earlier, just as um, the graces have been attentive to me. And when I, I thought about that scripture where, not that I'm comparing myself to Moses, but it, just to give you like an example of how I see it in my mind. Um, there was um, Moses, there were, they were in the battle, the children of Israel were in battle. And um, 
every time Moses held his arms up and he was standing, um, they would win the battle. But as he got tired, you know, he would, you know, he drop his arms and they would begin to lose the battle. And so um, Aaron and I forget, maybe it was, jo- I don't know who else was the other person. They, they made a decision to get a rock for him to sit on and to, and they held his arms up. They held his arms up until the battle was won. And when I tell you my graces have held me, held me up, I know that they prayed for me. I know that they were, they didn't just pray though. Love is an action word. They loved me well. They allowed me the space to grieve. They allowed me, um, when they held me up, they didn't make me feel like, you need to get over it. Nobody ever said that. Nobody, you know, we tired of this. And I'm sure they probably got tired of some things. And I'm sure some of my actions scared them because y'all think I move fast now. Oh, some of y'all don't know that I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a fast mover. I think fast. I talk fast. I walk fast. And I put things in, act in place. Um, and, I'm, and I just move around, right? One of my friends told me, you show up before you actually, before your car get here. You, you, you just are always on, a, whatever. But anyway, I wanted to go back to Dion. We were able to do the same thing for Dion with Josiah. Um, they literally taught me what it meant to be a true friend. These graces taught me that. They taught me how to check up on, what it means to check up on somebody. They taught me what it means to support. And I never said anything, but I was like, wow, this is really something. So, and the same thing with Sabrina, when she had a major thing happen in her life, we were right there. Um, same thing with Dee, when something major happened in her life, we were right there. Friends don't talk about it. Friends be about it. And I'll stop. Very good. It's, it's the truth. It's, it's not, not only is it the truth, but I think we all can say um, <clears throat> through very, very hard times, we have all been consistently, um, mm, a, a buffer, um, kind of like when you take the kids to the bowling alley <laughs> and you know full well, all they're going to bowl is gutter ball, right? So they put the bumper guard in the gutter so that it's impossible for you not to hit at least a ball. Yeah, I mean, you got to at least hit one, right? <laughs> and so I think even even in Scripture, um, still in this third chapter, uh, and this is, I don't got on my good glasses. What, what number is this? Verse 11, it says, um, this is after Naomi has given Ruth specific instruction. Ruth's response was, I'll do everything you say. And Ruth replied, so she went down to the threshing floor that night and followed the instructions of her mother-in-law or her mentor. Or at this point, I think they had uh, superseded just being mother-in-law and daughter-in-law because they did not serve the same roles that they had served once upon a time. And those are some of the things I think that we all glean effectively uh, one from another. There are times where we need one another to be something different in that moment or in that season. And even now with um, myself, Tanya, and Sabrina all courting, everybody else around us is married, but we are all, um, we hold one another accountable um, for certain historical behaviors, right? 
certain things that perhaps that we used to do that won't necessarily fly in this season or certain um responses that we used to have we again are one another's bumpers we help one another um to navigate the hard places listen i'm sometimes pretty impatient you know i don't i don't know that i i necessarily knew that so sometimes i'll call tan and be like hey am i tripping should look should my response have been like this or maybe it should have been like that but it, it is we are helpers one to another. I don't know uh, if Brie is um, is finished getting dressed. You can send me a text if you can um, can jump off mute and let me know. Just let me know. Um, Tan, you got anything on that piece right there? Because for real, we do. We will trade roles. Like Tan will call me and say, "Hey, you got a minute?" I know what that means. Um, or she'll say, "What do you have the capacity for?" Right. We have learned how to um, take care of one another's feelings and emotions, um, even in our trying moments. We both have a lot going on right now. Hey, what you got? What do you have the capacity for right now? Right. As opposed to just have you ever had somebody just call you and be like, girl, someone start dumping. Listen, listen, you'll get hung up on. Call me with that if you feel like it. You don't get to do that. You don't get to just call yeah. me and, and start telling me, or, or I will just ignore you or, or talk right over to whatever you said, um, because I think that that's not being a good friend. That's not being a good companion. That's not being a good, um, I don't even know what else to call it. But let me, let me for those of you that call people and just do that, let me tell you something. That's hella rude. Um, it's insensitive, um, and it doesn't take a whole bunch of thought for you to pick up your phone and be in the middle of your crisis and not necessarily know if your friend or your loved one can handle what it is that you're going through in that moment. Be kind, be conscious, and be courteous, especially if you are a dumper or a complainer. If you are a dumper or a complainer, ask a person if they have the capacity for, do you have a moment so that I can perhaps bounce something off you? That's our language. That's our vernacular for conversations like that. Amen. Okay, yeah, and um, Bree, go ahead. Uh, Rochelle, make sure Bree is off mute. She's she available to talk. Um, and and I wanna I wanna say this surrounding us and building relationships um, with our counterparts now because it's work. Um, it's a process, and even as Naomi gave instruction to Ruth, we all hold one another accountable for our interactions, for our, okay, thank you, um, for how we handle certain scenarios. Um, okay, perfect. Um, and even how we check in with our friends that are married. How about that? Because we do. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. Bri, Bri, I'll let you jump in real quick, and you can, you know, throw your... Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Um, every time, first of all, I cannot believe it's been seven years. Um, it's been seven years for your called off engagement. It's literally been seven years since my marriage, six months mar marriage fiasco. So that was a thing. Um, yeah. As we were, in, and Tanya were going back to the beginning of uh, five years ago, one of the things that um, I reveled in just in a moment that there's no competition in our friendship. Um, and I've, I've come into this the youngest, I've been the youngest, and for me, it is a pleasure to serve, to sit at you all's feet 
And you guys have never taken advantage of that. You've never made me feel like a flunky, like none of that. And as you were talking, I was thinking about um, when the decision that Pam would come and live with me and how we strategically put her in the bedroom right next to mine. And right. people don't probably would never know this, but I have a lot of clothes. Um, and mm -hmm. I remember that, you know, I always but, acquiesce to you are when it comes to Tanya, the expert. Like you speak Tanya, you hear Tanya, you know. And how there will be days, and I don't even know if Tanya remembers this part, where she would be shut up, shut up in the room. She would not come out the room. I would take tea. I would leave it at the door. And she would get it where she got it. If she wanted it, sometimes she didn't. Um, she would put on these noise-canceling headphones. And she would be in there for days. And I would call Dion and say, what should I do? Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. And how we would check in even without bothering her. Um, and I would push clothes to the side, sit in my closet and report to Dion what I hear coming out oh of the Oh, my room. God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. There were nights when wow. I intentionally slept with my closet doors open so I could mm -hmm. hear. And if I would hear her praying, I would get up and pray. If I would mm -hmm. hear her singing, I would sing. If she was listening mm -hmm. to T.D. Jakes, I would put on T. But Dion, mm -hmm. when the moments when she couldn't be here, what's going on over there? What was happening? And I wasn't like, this is my house. You got Listen, I was calling my butt in the closet, and I became Walter Cronkite on this day at 3 o'clock. <laughs> 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 I'm standing. <laughs> Listen, or, or I, would hear, I would hear something in Tanya's voice, and I would call Sabrina and be like, hey, do, do me a favor. Tap on that door. Make sure she all right in there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but but because of the nature, I remember when um, uh, we were at the hospital. We we were physically at the hospital because we were going to podcast that day. Remember, I had my podcast equipment. Pastor was there, me, Sabrina, Tanya there because we never in a million years imagined that we would leave the hospital without Carl. And we before stopped we, that yeah, no, for real. Right. You, you, you definitely had a box of Cheez-Its. Um, I, I, I won't ever forget that red box. But <laughs> in, in our minds, <clears throat> we were just going to go be supportive to our friend because that's what friendship looks like. Friendship is not just, oh, that's my friend. No, no, no. We were prepared to sit at the hospital for as long as Carl was in the hospital because that was our sister's husband. But before we left the hospital, I remember Sabrina saying, um, no, she's going to come live with me, baby. Ooh, ooh. Now, mind you, me and Tan been friends forever, right? Sabrina was considered the other. And in my mind, now, mind <laughs> you, listen, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm blinking. I'm blinking and I'm blinking and I'm blinking because I don't have room for Tanya at my house because clearly she would have come to my house. You hear me? You hear me, Sabrina? Clearly. <laughs> clearly my clearly my house would have been short clearly. and when sabrina said she was going to come live with her oh i don't i don't know listen it took me a minute because i was like now listen i'm sharing her with you already but that's just that's a little close i i don't know i you know i don't know how hard i want to allow you into this part of our it was the best thing god is so intelligent not only is God intelligent, but to give my sister a heart that would say she coming to live with me, 
right? And it mind you, keeping in mind that I was just very protective of her. And especially in a time like this, and there was nothing I could do, but it was the best thing, not just for Tanya, but it's what Sabrina needed, <laughs> right? Period. Yep. She had been through her own tragedy, right? We right. we we don't right. know. Right, uh, right, See what I'm saying? It's, it's not just that she was providing a roof for Tanya. She was providing yep. consolation and insulation for herself. Yeah. Right, some old habits had to die, some old processes, some the same thing that Kenya was to me as a buffer in really making some life changes, not just yeah. momentary changes, right? We were help one to another. That's what the Bible says, right? Yeah. And that the stronger go and get the weaker. Right. So in there were areas that Tan was strong in, that I wasn't strong in, that Bree wasn't strong in. There are areas that um I was strong in that the the vice versa, right? So you you learn how to navigate in the trenches when you have an authentic relationship with people. Right? Where there are certain things Sabrina could say she's fine. <laughs> and I'm I'm so petty, y'all. I antagonize the heck out of Sabrina because I know I can. <laughs> and she'll roll her <laughs> eyes at me. She'll be mad at me for two or three hours, and then I'll go sit right up under her and be like, so you going to be mad for two hours or three hours? How long you finna be mad? She'll be like, I can't stand you. Well, I'm hungry. I don't feel like you being um, hecka mad. <laughs> so... Come on, Avery. Remember when we went out? <laughs> when we went out of town, and I was liking pictures of somebody in that group. Oh my god! Oh my, my god! I was me, so irritated. Sabrina and Dion. Oh my god. I was just like, oh, my God, is she really going to antagonize her like that? Bree was pouting like a five-year-old because the guy was like, I'm done with you. You didn't like this. I was like, oh, Dion. She's like, oh, my God, she talked about that man so bad. Me and Dee was cringing. Me, me and Dee was cringing. He ain't for you no way if he got mad over something like that. I was like, Dion. <laughs> I oh my God! I took it off. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you were right; he wasn't for me. But I want to go back to Tanya's um, the the time that we were together, closely knit, and what it did for me. It taught me to trust again. Um, mm. Being a professional, that part of my profession is compartmentalizing my personal life from my professional life. I've mastered how to show up in my professional self. And most people, unless you know me or you care enough to see me, you won't know, which is why people can say, how are you? I'm great and falling completely apart. So I had mastered how to live life without trusting people, especially after my fiasco. I didn't trust nobody. Everybody got the side eye pretty much. But having Tanya here, learning that you can trust people again. There are people who are genuine, who are loving, who are kind. It was a different even type of mothering. If you know my story, you know I didn't have that. Tanya, you know, she did some things to help even in the softer places that I should have had, zero to 18 mothering, just preparing a meal for me, leaving it for me, caring, leaving a light on. Like those were things that I did not have and I did not know I needed. 
It's different when you set a timer for your lights to come on or to have somebody actively leave a light on for you. Mm-hmm. Or pack your clothes. Or pack my clothes. <laughs> Listen, or wear certain things on their head that are unmentionable. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that's a whole other story. Listen, but you got to – so here's what I want to also interject. There was no jealousy among us. So Dee Dee was married. Dee Dee lived in Richmond. You know, it's family, stuff going on, working. So Dee Dee couldn't be there as much. But we did, we had dates and stuff, and Dee Dee would come over or whatever. But there was no jealousy there. Um, uh, the other thing, and so some some women, some people sabotage relationships based upon jealousy and envy. None of us are jealous. None of us are envious of each other. Every single time Sabrina bought a house, listen to me, every single time Sabrina bought a house, I celebrated her because I realized if God could do it for Sabrina, he could do it for me all over again. Um, to, to talk about nurturing, like I was so appreciative. First of all, I said, no, that's okay. Thank you. Because Sabrina like asked me two times or something, two or three times. And Dion was like, uh, do you real you you realize she's serious, right? About you living with her. I was like, yeah, but that's okay. Tanya, do you realize? No, this is what you need. You need it, and she needs it. I was like, mm-hmm. really? But what does that look like? And I asked Sabrina, what does it look like? It looks like you move your stuff over here. Here's the key. Here's the code to everything you need a code to. <laughs> <laughs> but what does but it look like? Sure? It looks like you bring your stuff. <laughs> so for me, it was another level of trust, a level of trust that I wasn't used to. I didn't realize how much I needed that. I did not realize. And so be, me being me, I rearranged Sabrina's house to make it more um, functional. Oh I rearranged her closet. I organized all seven, all 700 pairs of her shoes. Uh, I bought I I bought the things that were necessary to ensure they were organized. I bought like I made and I was like, Bree, I don't know, maybe I didn't ask her permission. I just did what I felt needed to be done, and she was just like, oh okay. <laughs> I made sure she had a hot meal. I made sure we had groceries. I made sure I didn't want because Sabrina works so much. I would look at her and go, Bree, that's a lot. That's a lot that you're doing. So I did not want her to come home and have to eat cheese and crackers for dinner. Now, I didn't cook every day, but I made sure the house was clean. I made sure, like, that she was comfortable. I didn't clean her room. I didn't cross the lines, but I cleaned the house. I did things, the things that I could, because I couldn't contribute as much financially. And so I took it upon myself. Sometimes I even took her car and had it washed, because we single women. You know, we can't ride around in a nasty car. Okay, I'll stop there. Listen, and and just the the basics of Sabrina needed the order. <clears throat> Tanya brought it, right? And so there are are friends that you will have um, that if you, as opposed to resenting, that they do it better than you, and you learn from it, it changes how you operate. It changes how you live. It changes how you engage. It changes how you interact. And if you give yourself permission 
to learn from them as opposed to resent the correction or resent the instruction. If you learn to glean from it as opposed to what Orpha did, she chose to deal with all of her idols and stick to that and stick to that methodology and that ideology of living. Um, But if you're really ready to grow, you need destiny helpers. You need connectors. I got a text message yesterday um, that completely blessed me um, with regard to somebody that's coming into town for the gala uh, from Michigan. And not only did it bless my heart, but I I told the person that sent me the text, don't text me no more because I got still got stuff to do. I don't have time to be at my office laying across the floor. And and the mm-hmm. the very last thing that I'll say, um, yesterday I sent Bree a text. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but three of the graces, we actually work in the same office building. And so I was just checking to see if she was coming to the hold office. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all better make a space for me. <laughs> Well, the prayer room is Simone, there. if you all listen. No, I don't listen. I don't know. You know. No, I have a whole attitude. And they be going out, talk, posting pictures. And y'all went out? <laughs> wait. Wait. All I did was ask her if she was coming to the office. And I only asked her because I was using the office for, for Whatever. about an hour. Whatever, Ninja. Whatever, Ninja. But wait. I'm in the middle of teaching my class, and the next she texted me and said she was on her way. I assumed she had a client or something to do or whatever. She come bamming whatever. on the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? She come bamming on my office door. And so I'm in the middle of my class. And so about 30 minutes after she got there, she bust the door open and was like, where is we going to eat? And so when I finally finished, finished my class, she said, what did you want me to come here for? I said, I didn't want you to come here. I was just asking if you was coming to the office. But that's what friendship looked like. <laughs> she didn't ask me if I was okay. She didn't ask me what I needed. Let me tell you what she did. She showed up. She just pulled up. But that's what that's what friendship looked like. And then when we discovered that I didn't really need nothing, she was like, well, I could have just went home. You could have. But isn't it good to know that when you have real friends, they just pull up on you, yeah. right? I don't, I don't have time to ask, do you need me? Let me come, let me look you in your face. And I thought, she said, what did you have to talk to me about? I didn't have nothing to talk to you about. I just was saying if you were coming to the office today. Jeez. <laughs> right? So she hungry and about to pass out just because I said, are you coming to the office? Right? And so with that being said, I know we're over time. I hope that this conversation, um, put some things in context and brought some things to your peripheral that you may not have seen. Real friendship um, and and the joy of real friendship, it, it, it feels breaches, especially when it is covenant relationship, when it is God or that. I know for a fact that the relationships that I have right now are God ordained. And I thank God for the ones that um, served for a season and, you know, transitioned out or whatnot. But I'm really grateful um, to say that I have some phenomenal friends. Um, and and I, I, I personally, yeah. I'm sorry. After we transition into love, life, and victory, I would love it if we could talk about the choice of offense. Um, we, you, you, y'all, we, y'all laugh about how you tease me and I had to get used to that, but there were moments where I had to make a choice. Am I going to be offended or am I going to know her heart? And had I chose 
to be offended, it could have changed everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just want to talk about, because being offended is a choice. And in friendships, we have to make some choices. And sometimes you got to be willing to lose so that you all as a friend could win. Yeah, that's all. Oh, for real. It's a, it's a it's a big deal. And we can actually, we'll skip over the greeting because it's 715 and just go right into love, life, and victory. Um, and, and I'll hold that at the, the top of the commentary list because it, it matters. I mean, and, and especially with you and I, um, the choice of offense on so many different levels. Um, but it was, it was necessary, right? So it, it goes right back to that scripture, Proverbs 27, right? Where uh, I, I physically, Proverbs 27 and 6 to be exact, faithful are the wounds of a friend who corrects out of love and concern, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful because they serve his hidden agenda. If anybody never knows anything else about me, people get offended by my presence because I don't have an agenda. I don't care. The outcome is not my business. I simply say what I hear, um, and depending on what role God has sent me to play in your life, be it a connector or be it a heavy load sharer or be it a burden bearer or a lifter, whatever my role or responsibility is in in our scenario is going to determine how God uses me to communicate information to you. I understand what I'm called to do. I'm a connector. That's it. I'm a destiny helper. That's my job. Period. Right outside of outside of the office of the apostolic or the, the pastoral role, which to even say all of that took me 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it took me 10 years to be able to say that. Um, and I still cringe, right? Mm-hmm. But I understand what I'm created to do. I'm created to walk into lives and sometimes make you so uncomfortable that one of two things happens. Either you are bitter or you get better. There is no middle because better is a decision. Bitter is a choice. They are not the same. Hey. Anybody, go ahead, Claire. Just before we just before we transition, um, this this scripture, this this set of scriptures came up. So this one, we want to give you some word too. Um, what what you guys what we're sharing with you is love in action. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gets, excuse me, love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. That is what our relationship projects. And that's First Corinthians, the 13th chapter, verse, verses 4 through 7. And I think that's a, a great segue um, for real to walk into that choosing to be offended or, or not. Um, <clears throat> right, right before we do that, anybody have any questions? comments, commentary, and you can say good morning along with it, but anybody have anything? Good morning. Hey, Krishonda. Good morning. Oh, my God. 
Um, this was the most wholesome talk show I've heard in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five years, I think November has been five years for me. And um, it's just, this was such an awesome declaration, you guys. Truly um, bless me. I always get blessed when I hear your stories. And for some reason, when Tanya was speaking earlier on, I just kept seeing the color blue, like a royal blue. Just, I, I don't know what that's about, but you guys just blessed me. What a great declaration. Just, um, um, I just love the fact, the sacrifice that you guys make for each other, how you show up for each other, and what a great model um, that is. Um, God bless you. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anybody good else? Morning. Questions? Good morning. Yep. <laughs> hey. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard. Man, talk to you. I just wanted to, I had to get in after my, my sister friend, Krishanda, and just say, this was such a delight. My heart is just smiling to just hear the, just the love and the support and the encouragement. It is so so sweet and wonderful, and I'm just so thankful for the heart um, that God gave me that I can just rejoice for other people's joy um, and happiness and just all the things that you guys have been through. So once again, I just thank you for walking your life out loud and just sharing with us and giving us a glimpse into the bond that you all have that is so special and, and so sweet, and I just I love all of you. so. That's all. <laughs> Amen. We love you back. Good morning, everybody. This is Sister Tracy. I just Good wanted morning. to say thank you. Hi. I missed most of y'all declaration because I'm at the airport trying to get these folks home for Christmas. But I listened to the last, like, 15 minutes, and the relationship that you guys have is phenomenal. And that's the type of relationship that I want with my friends, the way you guys are in unison and in sync together and your energy level and how you complement each other and how you hold each other accountable. It teaches me how to be authentic and how to be a true friend. And I have to have that leadership from someone who has experienced it and lives it and walks it and breathes it. And I just want to tell you guys all that I appreciate each and every one of you because of who you are and what you are. I have learned a lot. So I just wanted to say I love you and thank you so much. Amen. <clears throat> we love you too, babe. Good morning. I'm going to back in. Good morning. Hey. hey, girl. Hey, hey girls. Hi. Um, I had to laugh when, um, when Tan, because the couple of times that I've been able to actually sit and, and watch her and she would be like, oh, and blink her eyes with this graceful look on her face. Hey, 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 Tan, you are beautiful. It's just funny that the way they're describing it's just the way it is. You're like, oh, it is beautiful. <laughs> but it was just funny for them to say that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is. And I didn't understand because it's just funny. But I love the way um, love and action shows um, amongst you all. And I thank God for um, this place where I have been able to um, 
meet ladies that I haven't even seen before, become friends with, um, genuine friends, you know, that love you and that will call you and text you and whatnot, um, not to the depth of the graces, but to the depth of um, godly love. So I appreciate that. I appreciate this place. Um, uh, Brie, Dee Dee, um, and even the ones that I have met, um, even Miss Diane, who took me under her wing on Wednesday nights and then just kind of like moved on out the way. And I was just like, now how I get to be right here to do this? But to God be the glory. I know the audience has to do with that and are praying, but I thank God that everything that we do here is genuine. So I thank God for you, lady. Amen. We thank God for you. Yes, you are Lord. God sent. You are well, we a God sent. A Rochelle, a Rochelle and a cotton picking. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. Yeah. Anybody else? Good morning, ladies. It's Denise from Pear Street. Hey, <laughs> hey Denise. Hey. Good morning, ladies. And I just want to say, you know, I'm not really, Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I am, you know, I'm not really a talker. Um, I'm an absorber and I'm an observer. But this morning's declaration was so personal for me because I met you guys at a time when I was in a personal crisis, and I was with my friend um, who just, you know, took me out that day to listen, to just be with me. I mean, I could just, your topic this morning just so resonated with me, um, and I'm so thankful for the gift of true friendship, um, and I felt that with you all on that day, um, and so I'm thankful for, you know, the gift of friendship in Danielle Tillman, who um, introduced me to you all on that day, and I am so thankful that I get to experience your friendship, your leadership. Thank you all. Oh, it's so good to hear you, Denise. That's it was so dope. Our great joy and pleasure to see. See, now y'all see we're not making stuff up. Just random people. God led us or led Dion, and we we on a, we spent. That's not the right way to. We just spent on a dime, like. I think I was headed to the car. Bree came and got me, and because I was like, "Oh, okay, we we actually went to dinner and didn't bo- or lunch and didn't bother anybody." Yay! Um, <laughs> God said no. We had we had an assignment that day, and it was Denise. I'm so I'm delighted to hear you, Denise. I'm delighted. Thank you. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Look, after dude, it's probably been about a year or, or close to two at this point. Because we've been yeah, almost well, two years. Yeah. <laughs> been a little minute, but it's wonderful, wonderful to hear your voice. Glad you are um, still around. That's what a blessing. Amen. Anybody else? Anybody else want to? Hey, Dion. First of all, y'all didn't even count me in for my room at the at the business because y'all know the studio, that's mine. So anybody <laughs> need to book, anybody need book singing lessons, I got you. <laughs> you play my... I'm just letting you know. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all know that's that. Crazy. Y'all know that's that's Dee Dee's uh, studio in there. But listen, um, <laughs> my life has been so rich, and for each one of my graces, Tan, you know, for you, loving me and watching you made me become a better wife. And I'm proud. I was like, ooh, I am the only one that's married still. But for y'all loving on my husband, and I kind of get a little jealous sometimes because y'all seem like y'all like him <laughs> more than me. But I'm grateful for that. 
and how you show up. I remember when my dad passed away, and to this day, I don't even know how Dion knew. Well, I don't know how she knew. Anyway, I look up here. Dion just there. She popped up. It's like, oh, okay, Tanya, you show up at the school. Sabrina will give couch time, and it's like nothing else. And now I've added sweet Simone, who's just so sweet. And we can't forget our niece, Little Mercy, who also is just so loving and kind (laughs) and funny and so yeah, it's been a beautiful ride, and it and to watch y'all date. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Shut Daniel, up, but you do heck a blink though. <laughs> Shut up, Dee Dee. Okay. Shut up, Dee Dee. So let me tell you what they did. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how cold they are. I'm just gonna expose all of them jokers. So we at lunch somewhere. So Tanya, we think it's. Are you ready to date now? I, um, I guess. Okay, we're going to set up a Facebook profile. What? Yeah, we're going to just do it, and then all you have to do is monitor it. So they went and set up a Facebook dating profile for me. Oh, my God, who does that? That was Sabrina. You've co-signed. Don't you be trying to act I do. Don't be trying to act Who does that? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Me. 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 So you know, so you know, I got a, I got a couple of hits. You know, the the girls, the, the girls, the old girls still got some black girl magic, and I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Just leave it at that. That part. It, it, it's, it's been, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's 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 fun to it's it, it is um, you know, no, I'm I'm discovering who I am as a woman. Because I was married my whole life. And there are things I have to ask them questions about. Like, because I haven't dated since I was a teenager. And there are vulnerabilities. And there are, you know, you do it this way. What do you do with that? What do you do? You know, I mean, it's just so different. But I'm okay with it. And I'm I'm learning there are things about me that I, I need to change. I wasn't aware of. They wouldn't have been able to help me with that because they're not a man that I'm dating, right? So anyway, uh, I'm enjoying the process, and I'll just leave it at that. Yup. The process is dope. I like yep. it. Yup. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Well, okay, we ain't so, going to beat no dead horse. No, we we going to have this, this brief conversation about offense and choosing not to be offended um, before we go, um, because I think it'll bless somebody, even if it's just on the replay, right? It It is really important. Real, real friendship has um, the potential at times to be confrontational, but it will serve you if you let it, right? Um, and I guess the the best person to talk about that would probably be Bree. Um, because I know I have offended her on probably seventy-six different occasions. Um, but it's because I saw the most in her. Right? Nope, that's nope, you could do that better than that, because you raw, right? I'm talking about Dr. Sabrina Jolene Robbins Robertson, right? I'm I'm talking about the one that I saw doctor on 10 years ago, right? But And you got to have people that see what's in you, 
You got to have people that see what's on you. You got to have people that know without a shadow of a doubt that there is more. So, Bree, I'll let you tap on that. Let's let's hit that and and then we'll uh release the call. Um I I just, you know, there's something about vulnerability and friendship that rubs up against ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of us come into friendships with preconceived notions. We come into it with wounds that we received from friendship, from family, from just relational connections. We actually come into friendships with relationship trauma. And so I think that a lot of times we're guarded in ways. Um, I, I've, I hear people say all the time, I'm never going to be hurt again. I'm never going to do this again. And those lenses can keep us from seeing the true heart of God-given friendships and connections, that there is absolutely a difference. But there were moments um, where I had to, especially in my becoming stage, where I had to step back and be slow to respond. That was the first part. Because if I pop off, then I'm about to change everything. But what do I do with that pause? I had to literally sit with who I know Dion to be, what her heart is. Has she ever done me any harm? What benefit would she have to hurt me? And it is in those moments where I can make an active decision. It's a decision, not a feeling, not to be offended. I think a lot of times we say we want to be corrected, we want to grow, but we want to do it on a bed of roses. And that's not always how growth happens. Um, And just thinking about some of the things that I've heard even this month in the commentary, a lot of of respondents have offense and they have problems with choosing to be offended. Um, Tanya was talking earlier about um, how we set up memorials in our days and we choose to be sad on that day, like we plan to be sad. And I'm just wondering in our friendships, how many times have we planned to be offended and we walked it out? And that ruined connection. Mm-hmm. And how many times have you offended people with a look? It goes right back to that scripture, Proverbs 27 6. Right? How many times have you offended somebody and you would not allow your ego to let you back it up and repent? Apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, there there have been times, a lot of times, because my delivery isn't always soft, right? Sometimes some of the things that I say, number one, um, as I'm still learning how to deliver, the, the blow is necessary, right? But you can choose how to give it. Does, does that make sense, right? So, So I am consistently working on how I deliver it, how I share it, how I express what I express because I know, especially if you don't know my heart, um, I know that it can come off as perhaps painful, right? Um, even As true as it might be, as real as it might be, as keeping it 100 as it might be, people's feelings, they do matter. It is important. That's right. That's right. Right? That's it's right. important how you say stuff. Um, it's important how people receive stuff because you could actually damage somebody trying to help, right? And so I always tease and say, I'll say exactly what I mean, and then Sabrina will come right behind me and say, well, what she meant to say, <laughs> and she does it all 
the time because I need it um, and I appreciate it. Um, but she'll come right behind me and just soften the blow for the recipient. Right? Because I don't mean no harm. It's just exactly what I mean. I meant to say it and all of the stuff, but it is a process. And sometimes you'll offend people and be like, listen, I didn't mean to offend you. That was not my intention. Right? And you got to be willing to do that because offense is a real thing and it will be the thing that keeps you from being elevated, keeps you from being promoted, keeps you from reaching your zenith if you choose offense over the freedom or the liberty that actually goes with um, what true friendship looks like. That's all. For sure. For sure. As you were talking, um, you know, what came to mind is the difference between impact um, and intention. They don't always right. match, but, you know, if you know your friend, you know the intention and you can, you can, you can navigate the impact. Um, the other thing I just wanted to point out is that for those who struggle or who come from attachment and abandonment issues, right. it is easy to flee friendships and other connections. And and you find it easy to flee friendships and other connections, like you have a stream of broken friendships and broken connections. I want you to consider if whether or not that's a trauma response. Mm. And so even as you're navigating friendships now, you're cultivating them now, you're doing life with people now, when you have that urge to flee, just stop and ask yourself, is this what's best for me or is this a trauma response? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, Nine times out of ten, if you earnestly ask yourself that, you will come to see this is my trauma trying to respond. And what right. do you do? Do do yourself a favor and do the opposite. If it's telling you to flee and run, sit down. Face it. That's the only way you're going to heal that trauma. Very good. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. Anybody have anything before we get ready to go? I have I have one more thing, maybe two. That is, the first is, is that you notice how they put me in the prayer room. And you notice how <laughs> they put Didi. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay, whatever. And, and Didi just going to bogart her way and get the studio. It is so appropriate for who we are. Mm-hmm. Didi talking about always wanting to sing, and Didi can sing some a little bit sometimes, maybe kind of on a day that is not really important. No, but Didi, Didi is not as oh. bad as she make it sound. She not, she not. At but, all. Not even but we tease it. each other. Like, we te- we tease each other. Um, I, I I remember something specific. Um, we we correct each other too. Um, I had. I had I grew up with a certain amount of entitlement as a pastor's kid, um, and used to being able to do things not maliciously or anything like that. But there is, and someone brought that to my attention not long ago. <laughs> they will remain nameless. Um, but I remember a time early on in the call where Dion had to have this conversation with me. I didn't even realize that control was an issue, leading and controlling. Um, taking positions, never meaning it from a negative stance, but it's just how I was wired. Uh, you know, as a as a, I had to learn balance. You can't just come in and change everything. You gotta, you got, you. <laughs> sometimes 
some things are lawful, but they're not expedient. But I remember the way that she handled me. And I remember the way that she talked to me. And I remember the old moment that I had. I think maybe I'll get a T-shirt that goes, oh, oh I'll have to find that. Oh. You probably need a T-shirt that's like, oh. <laughs> with, with with somebody's eyelashes, with this with the eyelashes. You with, the, with the blink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but I remember the oh aha moment. I was like, oh my god, and I was crushed because I realized it just wasn't a one. It wasn't a one-off. It was who I was, and I never want to be somebody that is offensive. I never want to be someone that um, is hard to deal with. I I want to be the. I'm the peacemaker. I want to be the peacemaker. I want people to get along. I want people to flourish. But we have these character flaws, and we don't know what we don't know. I clearly remember having a conversation with Dion. Hey, you can't just say that like that. We need to soften that. This was before, this was before Sabrina came up. We need to, or and then she got to the point, sis. So I said, da, 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 what you think? Oh, we probably need to go back. We probably need to go back mm-hmm. and kind of change that a little bit. And she took it. So we're not telling you guys things that. We haven't done ourselves. We've all done work. I remember the conversation we had to have with Didi. Didi, you remember that? We we had you over to the house, sat you down to the table, and said, "Hey, what's what's going on? <laughs> what are we doing?" Yeah, and mm-hmm. I was a little lightweight mad. <laughs> I was a little like hey. last always. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I, was I was like, "Oh, I got called to the principal's office." Oh yeah, baby. What 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 we doing? What 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 is this behavior? <laughs> but we got it together. That's that's what friendship look like, though. That's right. The, that's the right. real kind. Yeah. But just the real and then kind. love on you because I think we have food and you know. Adult beverages, I don't know, whatever. But 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 then we don't we don't stay mad. You're not allowed to stay mad with us. That don't work. That's not love. Girl, anybody trying to hurt your feelings, get over yourself. I won't say that. Dion might say it. I'll be like, mm-hmm. I absolutely I'm not say. <laughs> Look, remember remember when I told I told Sabrina to make a decision and, and she didn't talk to me for about four or five days <laughs> and I called her and said, mm-hmm. Hey, Check this out. You don't get to just cut me off because I, I told you the truth. <laughs> and she was like, well, I don't know what to do with what you said. I don't care nothing about that. I said what I said, and I meant it, and you're going to get over it. Baby, if you could have seen her eyebrows and the, the way she rolled her eyes at me. She didn't just roll her eyes. <laughs> she she be rolling her soul at me. Girl, I don't care about none of that. I ain't going nowhere and get over it. You be all right and make a decision. Now, about that. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Hopefully this helps somebody. And that's what friends are for. (laughs) Absolutely. Go on, pretty. All right, guys. Well, I pray that this was a blessing. Um, I pray that somebody was empowered, encouraged, inspired to live differently. 
um, to live in expectation of godly connections and supernatural friendships, because I think that's what we have. I think we have supernatural friendships. I really, really do. I believe um, that God has used our friendship to um, create in us a clean heart. And I have renew a question. Right. Yes, go ahead. Hi, everybody. Love you guys so much. It's wonderful to risk, uh, witness your growth and development. So can we talk about accountability, being in each other's business, and the difference between telling the truth or being honest with each other and transparent? It, it was a weird dynamic that um, I was experiencing. I didn't ask a person to um, be in a place of trying to be with me and cover me. And we always talked about accountability, but um, when I brought things to the table about it, there was some, like, dishonesty, and then I was accused of being a bully or pushy. It was just weird. I don't know. Help me out with that and boundaries, and I'm just used to being honest and putting everything on the table, even if I don't agree or we don't agree. But um, I feel like I hear you guys saying at least you're open and you're honest and you're transparent. and um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm missing some pieces or something, and so I need some coaching around that because I don't want to be accused of um, being in people's business or being a bully because that's not my that's not my issue. It's just like some things are just organic, and you come to the table and your friends sharing each other's space, and you're holding each other accountable because you want to be held accountable. But then you say that, but then there's some dishonesty going on. And it's kind of weird. I, I can't operate in that space. So help me, please. So I, I'll say this. I think, um, again, it has more to do with who you are attached to as opposed to who you are assigned to. My relationships are assigned, right? I've had moments of being attached people for a season, um, but then also learning how to allow Orpa to go is just that, right? And so when we talk about account, because we hold one another accountable on all kinds of different levels, right? But because we've spent more time building trust, there there are certain things, like if you told any of my friends that spend close time with me that I lied to you about anything, they would call you a liar because they know me, right? And I think, again, it, it goes back to sometimes there are moments of, quote, unquote, self-sabotage, right, where, where if I had allowed Sabrina to just be mad at me, right, without demonstrating, just because I said what I said doesn't mean I don't love you, I don't care, because I hold you accountable for this as a, you can't stay in that space, you can't stay in that quote-unquote behavior, or whatever you like to call it, right? There are levels and layers to this. And and you got to not allow this, that's exactly what we were talking about, about the spirit of offense. Um there are times where even I've even told Tanya, I was like, hey, that wasn't nice. It wasn't, <laughs> right? She didn't mean not to be nice. It was what she learned how to do. And even us having conversations at this stage, we all have spaces and places that we need to grow in. Making the active decision to choose to grow in them is completely, it's a, it's a decision. 
like everything else. I don't want to be mad at you. And if somebody says, now I'm going to say this, and this might offend you, but I love you, and I know you know that. Sometimes your delivery is strong, and it's sound because of how you understand. Just because you understand thing a certain way doesn't mean it's the right way to see it all the time. And I don't, I don't know the circumstances, and that's not an accusation. That's me saying sometimes you need to revisit it. Could it be me? Is it? Am I being bullyish? Because sometimes, listen, it, it'd be a real thing sometimes. No, I, I, I'm very clear about my delivery and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm willing to be open to that. Um, I'm just trying to, I mean, I've been, of course, I'm the oldest child, so I know, like, the things that I bring to the table. I'm, I'm very clear. Mm-hmm. John, if I can just share, and one, thank you for the gift of your vulnerability this morning. Um, a lot of times it is, the message is absolutely necessary and needed. Um, even in in therapy, I don't tell people directly anything, right? I usually lead with, have you considered? Mm-hmm. What would you That's- think? Let's stand back and look at the big picture. Um, is there another side of the coin that we can consider? And I just find that people, um, they receive that better because I'm not giving them a directive. I'm leading them, though, to areas that I feel are blind spots. That's good. I'm yeah. nudging them. So try that. Have you considered? Mm-hmm. Thank you. And thank now- you. Yeah, that that I think um, is another one of the things that I am, um, I have learned to a degree, but I am learning on a whole different level um, how to not only approach um, a difficult thing, you know, an uncomfortable thing. There, there are moments in time where, for real, we got to... Um, Mm, back up to move forward, right? And so, again, and especially when it comes to the spirit of offense, and it goes right back to even tonight's class, the debate of Satan, right? Um, sometimes we have to, in our minds, kind of reevaluate or reassess the idea that we have surrounding a thing and make a decision not to be offended, especially if you know the intent, which is one of the things that Sabrina said. I had to look at Dion's heart and know I don't, uh, years ago, probably in 2013, 14, I was like, what, what would I benefit from that? What would I gain from that right there? And it took her a minute to get what I was saying. I don't, I don't, like, why would I want to hurt you? Like, how would that help me? <laughs> that don't even that don't even make no sense. And she was like, oh, I guess you got a point, right? And it took a minute to get it. But when you don't trust, um, that's what makes it weird. And so the question now becomes, Lord, where are the areas that I don't trust you to keep me connected to people um, that have my best interest at heart. So that's a that's another thing. That's a it's a different level of vulnerability too. Different layer. 
Did that help, Dondre's phone? Yes, yes, yes. Can we go deeper? Can we go deeper? Absolutely. Um, so, you know, dealing with people and, you know, people be people and and um when you're talking about friendship and accountability and just whatever. I've heard you say a few times, Dion, and you know and we know when people are are lying. <laughs> like you you don't lie or you know withhold the truth or and you just know that and it's striking you in your spirit and it's like it's a manipulation thing going on and i feel like then that's not real that's not a level of friendship in it so that may be the part where i may be having the um having to make the decision to choose not to be offended i'm not offended if this is how we're going to go there i know that i cannot um operate in this kind of space because it's toxic to me and it might be my trauma, but I I feel like that's a toxic behavior, and I don't know care who it's from, even if it's from my mama. I have to learn how to um, accept them where they are, but I get to choose to how I'm going to deal with it or not deal with it. I know where you are. I know that this is not the first time like this has occurred because you're defending yourself, and that's fine. And I'm maybe I put you in a space of feeling unsafe, and so you have to defend yourself in this way. So that's where I'm taking accountability for. But, um, yeah, the toxicity and the manipulation or the lies and that, that's too, it seems like too weight of too much, big, big of a weight. And that may be my inner child and all of that stuff. Oh, I feel it. And I'm learning to trust myself when I feel those feelings. Like, this is not good for me right now. Well, and that, I think, I think you answered, um, your own question and, and probably because, so many of um, the relationships and or connections that I have, I, I don't really deal with a bunch of um, people who are disingenuous. And sometimes people as a um, a self-protective measure may tell half truth or not all of the truth. They don't, they don't necessarily even mean to, just kind of, you know, is par for their course. Um, and it depends on what you want out of that particular relationship. Would that always be considered, quote, unquote, friendship? Or is that, again, is that attachment or assignment? Right? So there, there are, again, levels and layers to this. And that's the part that you need to ask, um, is this a a real friendship or is this an association because it's not the same yeah that's really good and that's clear and i appreciate the levels and layers and um i i was open i wanted to share that because i know if i'm experiencing or have experienced in other people in the group this is coming up um for them as well and in other ways and other places so thank you so much absolutely Thank you, thank you. Ask the questions. I remember you used to say, ask the right questions or ask those questions so you mm-hmm. can get the right. Yes. It's important. It's really important. Yeah. Amen. Well, guys, it is running up on 8 o'clock again. I pray that something has been said that has not only helped but um, encouraged, inspired, and perhaps even giving you a, a greater understanding with a, a greater idea of the necessity of real friendship, because it is a blessing. 
it is the real friendship is dope. I like it. I don't want to live without it. I will pass. <laughs> so that being said, guys, again tonight, women's walk it out call. Uh, bait a Satan, John Brevere, great, great read. Um, if you are dealing with the spirit of offense, I assure you this is going to be a phenomenal study. So y'all join. Oh, you, I think it's just prayer this evening. So until Lisa comes back, but um, maybe start getting your heart and your mind kind of ready for um, overcoming even the spirit of offense. All right. All right, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love you. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Have a good day, everyone. Bye. Have a good day. Be a blessing. Love you, everyone. Bye. Have a blessed day, everyone.
Okay. Can you say hello? Hi. Here. Oh, wait. Can I hear you? Okay. That was a mirror saying hi. Hello? Oh. 